Hello everyone, welcome back to the long-awaited 10th episode of the Intermission Podcast. Firstly, we want to say thank you for your patience as we haven't uploaded an episode in a while as we've been very busy with different things in our lives. Today we're in a new space. We're in the escape pod here at our Walnut Grove Secondary School. This space is gratefully available to us and is at our disposal when need be, so we hope to create some future content with this state-of-the-art equipment. Um, With that being said, we are thrilled to be back, and we actually have a big intermission podcast announcement. I'm your host, Jackson, or Gio, alongside Izzy and Isaiah. How is it going today? I mean, we're pretty fortunate to be in this uh, great space. Obviously, our sound quality is a tad bit better. You know, we were speaking into our iPods uh, last episode and episodes before that. Brutal connection. Um, But now we're here. And an unbelievable facility here at the the great Walnut Grove Secondary. I've got nothing but good things to say about this school. Um, but yeah, we're we're excited to take away from our school time and let's talk about hockey because that's more important. To be honest. So yeah, there's a uh, where do we even start? It's been a while. It's been uh, it's been a good few months. Um, the NHL is going strong. There was a bit of a break there, shut down, but it's back and running now, and uh, and we're just going to cover some stuff. Let's just talk about the Leafs for 40 minutes. Can we do that? Yeah, we can touch on the Leafs. Touch on the Leafs. We're going to talk about them the whole time. My beloved Toronto Maple Leafs. How about, did you see the, the Leafs versus Blues game the other night? I didn't, know. You didn't? Did you see the highlights? Did you hear about it? What was the score? Just, just Six remind five. me. 6-5. Win? Obviously. What about the What about the Arizona loss? Okay, that was just like so unfortunate. I don't yeah. know. Like they outshot what four, four to one. Dude, we had so many shots. It wasn't even funny. Matthew's goal was pretty gross. Dude, like that bar yeah. got buzzing. Nine, nine game uh, away goal streak. Yeah, it's a franchise f- record. It's a good stat. I like that it. That is. Um, yeah, Michael Bunting uh, has been also uh, producing a lot lately as well. Really yeah, he's like been him. all right. You know who actually has been good, uh, sneaky good, is uh, Kerfoot. He's been actually having a good little stretch here the last few games. Unpopular opinion, he is now a top six forward on the Leafs. Really? Yeah. Top six Leafs forward? I don't know if he's widely regarded as a top six forward around the league, but, um, but yeah, right uh, now... Yeah, but, I, but just the way he's been playing lately? Right. I don't know. I, 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 I've been hearing some people saying that too, but I, I totally agree. I think he's yeah. a top six forward for sure. And there's a void to fill there too with uh, Richie being being waived there um what are your thoughts on that just just the anticipation with that signing and just how that all how that all worked out was a bit of a bit underwhelming for sure and I, I think they uh thought he would have been you know a big contributing piece to that to that roster and uh what are your thoughts on that there uh yeah I think from when we first signed him uh or got him over we were expecting a little bit more I thought he had a great season last season um with Boston there, but um, we were expecting a little bit more um, from him. I know he's aging slowly, and he's he's a big man, not as mobile as you'd want him to be. But, um, yeah, we put him on waivers. It's almost like a wake-up call almost, and I think um, I think he scored the next game back because he got cleared from waivers, scored the next game, I believe. And, uh, um, you know, hopefully he can turn it around a little bit. But Yeah, just the thing with uh, – Type that type of player is I feel like if his skating isn't at that you know elite level is just the aging process I'd say uh, 
comes quite a bit faster yep. than the normal player, and it's it's tougher to to sustain that level of play when you, you lose a step. And his game's not solely based off of his smarts; it's more of his physical play. And and you just see like even a guy like Lucic, obviously he's still hanging around, but just you just can't make quite the same impact just when your skating isn't quite there. Oh yeah. Um, another Leaf who actually could surprisingly make a big impact here is uh, Ilya Mikheyev. He has uh, six points in his first seven games. I don't know, was he injured the whole year or he just made a, a comeback now? But but uh, he could be a guy that could jump in at the Leafs lineup there and make a, make a good impact down the stretch. Oh, yeah. No, I think so, too. I mean, he's like I said, he's... You know he's a he's a quick skater, um, which is funny because he's what is he like six foot three? He's a big man. Um, scored the other night against the Blues, nice goal. Um, but yeah, he's like a sneaky player that fits in the lineup well. Um, just a guy that kind of came in from Russia and um, has been sneaky with his impact. And uh, there's always been rumors that they might let him go, um, trade him. Um, over the time that he's been with the Leafs, but um, I think he's doing really well on our roster, and I like him fitting in there, um, and he's good with whoever he plays with, too. Um, doesn't really seem to affect his game. It took him a while to get going, though, uh, when he first started with the Leafs, but now he's feels comfortable, and uh, he's doing well. Yeah, coming over from Russia, lots of those guys have a bit of a, a longer adjustment period, I would say, just because of you know the language barrier and just the different style of hockey, but yeah, he seems to be fitting in nicely now, and uh, hopefully he'll have a good rest of the season. Another Leaf who's been surprising, well, I personally didn't didn't find it too surprising, but he's just having a great season is uh, Nylander. Um, he's just just been contributing in all all facets of the game. And if you just if you just watch him, he just has such poise with the puck, and he's just so creative, and he's making such a big impact for that roster this year, especially with Marner. He's been out uh, shoulder injury and COVID protocols, and he just hasn't quite been able to get it going this year. So when a guy like Nylander can step up and, and play with Matthews there, it definitely helps the team. And I think the Leafs, I think the Leafs are going to be able to get it done this year. I don't know if they're going to go all the way, but I've been telling Zeke is uh, every year they kind of get overrated and, and the hype is just, just so immense. And this year I think they're kind of flying under the radar a little bit. People are kind of, over the the Leafs hype but I think this could be their year to get it done with a bit less pressure on them almost to succeed and I think they'll be able to uh to get a playoff series win there oh yeah I think so too um yeah like you said they're and I agree as a Leafs fan they've always kind of been overrated um in a way because just they're such a good organization and so first class and uh they've have such a winning history before the dark, I would era. say more so just because it's just such a hockey just yeah, city. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. But um, yeah, like this year, um, I mean, when they lose in the first round for uh, almost feels like my full lifetime. Well, not really, but um, Pretty my much. full teenage year years basically. Um, they the hockey world's kind of started to lose faith in them. Yeah, and they're kind of like, the oh, leaves. they're going to have a really good regular season, and then they're just going to lose in the first round like they always do. So it doesn't even matter. We're not going to follow them. We don't care. Um, but honestly, like, they look really good this year. And even um, without Freddie Anderson, like, we've been um, pretty dominant as well. And 
um, we went on a big, big streak as well. And then we, we took a few games off. People kind of started to die down about it. And now I think we've won like eight or nine of our last 10. Do you think Soupy. uh, Soupy. Soupy's been good? Do you think uh, he'll be able to sustain that level of play through through a playoff run or in the the rest of the the season? Because this is his first real season as a number, a true number one, would you say? And and uh, he's been playing well. And I just I don't know if he'll be able to to keep that going through a playoff run. He kind of reminds me of a uh, of a Enter? Jonathan. Really? Just his playing style or? Just his playing style. Um, you know, he, he has been funny because he's a smaller goaltender, he's an agile goaltender, but at the same time, he kind of goes through inju- injury phases. If he's okay and healthy, I think he's going to be unbelievable in the playoffs. Um, at the same time, I think he gets too on himself um, about goals, about losses. And he, like you said, like we, um, that one goal against Montreal, I think it was. In the who playoffs, was, yeah, worst was, goal of his, his yeah, career, no, is that what he said? really wasn't even that bad, and he he only let in two goals that game, I think, and he blamed it all on, all on himself, so it well, was... Um, even if you watch that Leafs documentary, you can just see just how invested he is in his team, and just how, like, even af- after the loss there, just how emotional he was, and, and he, like you said, take full responsibility, even even letting in only two goals, so... Um, he's definitely committed to winning, and uh, he definitely holds himself to a high standard, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. I know we've we've been talking about the Leafs for a while. If you want to switch up the topics, even oh, yeah. as much that was as good. I'd, wa- I'd want to talk about the Leafs for forever. Um, oh, how about, okay, uh, at this little backstory, a little at the start of the year in our fantasy, um, what did I take him? I took Ovechkin at about Dude. seven or eight, and everyone started howling. Everyone's laughing, making fun of me, chirping me, and I was like, "This is a good pick. I'm just loving this." Dude. And whoa, what's he? What's he doing up there? First, he's tied for first now. Yeah, man, what's up? When you took him, I'm loving it. That was probably the funniest thing I ever seen, just because I don't know why seventh overall, and we were all uh, doing the draft at someone's house, and Isaiah just just couldn't make it, and when he took the pick, I just. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. But it was so beautiful. Man, that pick was just unbelievable. Twenty six. I don't know. At that age, like, yeah, Ovi's game, like we said with Richie, how his skating, like it's not as sustainable for for a long period of time. Just Ovi's game is just timeless, it seems like. Oh, yeah. And he's having one of his best career best career years and he's what, forty three, forty two, like just ridiculous. Scores, he scores so much, and um, you—that's a guy you want on your team because when you need a goal, like he'll put a puck in the net, um, and and he, totally. he 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 does it, and he's he's thirty six. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna say forty two. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but even I'm on the stats website or uh, NHL statistics website right now, and and then. You even talk about guys like Kadri, who's uh, yeah. top five in the league right now, and hurts my heart because he was one of my favorite Leafs of all time. Um, I mean, in the playoffs when you need him, he gets kicked out, but it's whatever. It's this guy you want on your team that no one likes him, and he plays hard and puts up points now, it looks like. 49 points in 33 games. Kadri, what are you doing? Why do yeah. you do that with us? 
just the thing with cut the thing well first of all i'll touch on the cadre trade with the leaves and i mentioned this to you before is that i think if the leaves got the tyson berry that uh tyson berry was last year for the oilers then i think that would have been a decent trade for them um, because I think it would have filled a void. And if you get uh, the way Kerfoot's playing now, I think it would have panned out all right. And another thing, just with Kadri coming out like this right now, is I just, I don't really, I find it hard to comprehend how everyone's talking about this new age of hockey and just how these young guys just come in and they're just so fast and dynamic and they just make such big impacts right away. But um, I'm always amazed when guys kind of find hit their stride and come into their prime in, in their kind of later later 20 years. Uh, and he's doing that right now. And another example of that is, is Marshawn, who didn't really quite find his full game until he hit like 29 years old. I think that's when he, um, there's stats like that. Like after, after 29 years old, he's like top five all-time point percentage and stuff like that. Um, and some guys just take a bit longer. And, and Kadri, he just got voted in uh, the All-Star game here, the last man in, which very deserving. Um, I don't know if you saw that call. It was pretty awesome. Uh, when he was at his shootout, the announcer was just like, send him to Vegas, baby, send him to Vegas. Oh, and, then, so and, then he, and then he put it in. So it's pretty fitting. Um, two other guys that got in were uh, Gensel made it in, which is really well-deserving. He's on like a 14-game, 15-game point streak. Good player. Um, Troy Terry, who is another guy. Oh, we could go on about him. He was so surprising. I'm like, whoa, what's Troy Terry doing? Yeah, I feel like right if you really knew your Anaheim Ducks and you really like had watched Troy Terry, you could have seen it coming. Like that predicted like, it, yeah. Because in uh, even my dad was telling me back in uh, World Juniors, when Canada lost to – we were in PG – in the uh, the oh, restaurant. Yes, when they yeah. lost in the shootout winner, Troy Terry got the silencer. Troy Terry won it for him. And I remember him. And back then, he was, he was a slippery. unis, too. Dude, so good. Nasty. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Who watches the Ducks? Like, I don't think oh, I've ever yeah. met a Ducks fan before. Um, it's just, but, but Such they, they, a good place to play, though. Oh, oh yeah, my God. Like, the media is not, like, on you all the time and just... You get to live in Anaheim, like it's literally the perfect place to play. Oh yeah, well the they, they haven't done much winning lately, um, but I think they've got a better team this year. Um, I, oh, I think they're in a. They're what are, wait, before we move on, um, what are your thoughts? Where do you think John Gibson would be if he was on a better team? Where would he be in terms of stats in, or in, all in, like just like rankings? in terms of stats? In terms of yeah, ranking in terms of. Do you think he could take, like, a semi-decent team, like, for a good playoff run or something like that? Well, that's kind of what he's doing right now. And I think, yeah, I think you throw him on, a, on like, a above-average kind of team. I, I think he's top-five goalie in the league. I agree. I, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for what he does there with Anaheim, especially last year. Last year, remember last year at the start of the season? This guy was, like... I think he had like um, it was like three in his last like eight games were like one nothing shutouts. I'm like, oh yeah, he's you? ridiculous. It's so funny. I remember um, back when my buddy Max Val, he's our goalie. We used to we had 
um, three games in a row where we lost one nothing uh, uh, when he was starting. Oh my goodness! You should have seen how mad he was. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. Oh, dude, that's the, the goalie. Worst. Goalies love the one nothings. That yeah. was uh, well. Who was it? Uh, I think Koskinen for the Oilers. He had a bit of a well. We could talk about Edmonton too, just their struggles. But Evander uh, Kane. Yeah, maybe. I want to talk about that. Yeah, what, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um. So Koskinen, I think the coach, uh, maybe gave him a little bit of a shot and just said like. Just our goaltending needs to be better. And uh, Koskinen said, yeah, I haven't been great, but they've scored four goals in their last five games. Like, Koskinen's not going to put the puck in the net. You know what I mean? So. No, I agree. And then you got the two best players in the world. Dude, just, I don't know why, but every time I swear I watch Edmonton play, there's a Koskinen turnover, T.O. behind the net, and they put <laughs> every single game. So like I've, I've probably seen four of those this year. Whoa, Koskinen, what are you doing, buddy? Dude, like, you just got to figure it out. Yeah. Okay, so Evander Kane, what, what did I say to you yesterday or the other day? He could be the most underrated player of all time. And you sent me that. Did you send it to me? Or not of all time. Sorry, my bad. Right now. Um, who sent it to me? Uh, it was like a money ball thing. And that's oh, what yeah, made yeah, me yeah. think about Evander Kane. If the Oakland Athletics back in, what was it, 01? Oh, 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 one, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. If Billy Bean was to be the manager of an NHL team, he'd pick him up right now. And yeah, just just the difference is that he has the personal issues, which it's not yeah. it's not that he gets overrated because of his like That's style true. of play per true. se or or how he skates, for example. Um, yeah, he does have some some personal issues off the. I don't really want to get too in depth with that. Right. Um, but. But if he ends up finding a, a fit in Edmonton, I think they have a strong enough leadership group where if he starts to kind of fall out of place or or make certain comments that they'll they'll have the leaders in the room to be able to say like, listen, man, like we're not going to tolerate this. Like you you're not going to get one, two, three chances on this team. Like if if you mess up once, you're done. But if he comes in and, and they get the player that he's capable of being, I think uh, it could be a good fit for them. Um. Also. He can kind of be that cocky bag of dirt if he's in a place like San Jose, where they don't really have, I guess you could say Timo Meyer now. Like It's funny how I say that after he scored five goals yesterday. Um, so random. Yeah, I know. They don't really have that that one guy that's like, they're McDavid, they're Dreisaitl, they're Austin Matthews, um, that he knows he's not as good as, like, you have to be an idiot. Like, there's no one in the world that would play under McDavid and think that they're better. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he knows going in there that he's playing under McDavid and Dreisaitl. Um, it kind of humbles you, especially if you're watching McDavid uh, night in, night out, do what he does. Um, I think it's almost one of the most perfect spots to play yeah. um, under a guy like that. And, I mean, Edmonton's at a spot right now where they can have the risk of um, they coming in and yeah. ruining it. it. It's a high risk, high reward kind of thing. Well, I just think if they take him in, no matter what it will be, it'll be just a completely no risk situation because it'll be a one year, one million dollar contract. Yep. And say it pans out really well, um, he helps him with a playoff run. Worst case scenario, they take him in, he misses the playoffs, but he's playing good. You flip him for a first or a second at the deadline. Um, you've seen that before. Um, and then either, or you can just 
just terminate his contract or, or waive him for one year and, and no harm, no foul. But, yeah, I think it could be worth a try. Um, yeah, and they're in a spot where they're sixth in the Pacific, but the Pacific is obviously pretty tight right now. I mean, I've said this. There's a few points separating, yeah. Yeah. Second and, like, sixth, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Vancouver is, like, sixth or seventh. So all the way to seventh, it could go either way. I mean, Vegas is a really good team. Vegas, I think, has separated themselves for sure in that division. Plus plus getting Eichel in there, too. It's going to be like. That's fair. That's fair. But Edmonton's in a spot where they could make a a strong playoff run if they turn things around. And I think that's what they want is Vander Kane to turn it around for them. And, um, like, even when you're going to playoffs with McDavid and Dreisaitl, anything can happen when you have the two best players in the world. And I think we've seen that in the playoffs with Edmonton. I mean, they haven't made it too far, but, like, I hate playing McDavid as a Leafs fan. And I'm sure the players are playing. Oh, it's so scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One thing to touch on with Edmonton, one last thing, is to address that goaltending issue. I think I heard this on a different podcast, but a good fit could be Flurry. Yeah, and he's kind of the same thing. I feel like people have actually said that he's horrible in the playoffs, but... He's had some good runs. Oh, yeah. What does he have, two cups? Two cups, yeah. Like, I can't believe they say things like that. Um, he took Vegas to, was that a Western Conference final? Yeah. Or was it semifinal? No. When they lost. They, he took them to a final. Yeah. And then he took them to Western Conference final, Western Conference final when they were in the pod. Okay. And they lost to Dallas, I believe. Right. And then, um, But then they lost that OT winner, too. That OT, that weird game. We're uh, against San Jose. Right. So they've he's taken them on like yeah. two, three. Why does he get that rep of being a bad playoff goaltender? Yeah. Was it like a couple runs with Pittsburgh or something? Yeah, it might have been. Um, weird. This is the weird thing about the NHL is, for example, a guy like Drew Doughty is now everyone just rips that guy saying he's so overrated, but he's just out of his prime. That's the only thing. Yeah, I like, know. The guy won them a, a Stanley Cup like – um, he was unreal back then, but now he's just not the same guy, and everyone's like overrated. Yeah, it's like, so random. I don't know. I, I mean, he had you could say that, but like Eric Carlson too. Oh yeah, and like people say that like Jonathan Taves is like so yeah, like overrated. obviously you can't overrate him. He's yeah. like 30, 35 or something. Thirty four. David's gonna be like forty three, and he's gonna have like a twenty. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, just ridiculous. Anyways, any any anything else you want to touch on before we? Uh um, I don't know. I think we covered a decent amount of stuff. Yeah, um, we could get into the announcement now if if we want yeah. to. Go right in. It's all you, Jax. So, uh, in school, obviously, uh, I have capstone class right now. This is what I'm working on, and uh, for my project, I decided to do a uh, a merchandise drop here for the intermission podcast. So I've been uh, working hard the last few months, and. Uh, I've just been getting uh, logos down, some design, materials, um, just everything that I would want kind of in a shirt for myself. Um, and then I'm going to be dropping, well, we're going to be dropping two different clothing items. So there's going to be a t-shirt and there's going to be a long sleeve item. And it's going to be dropping here within the next week or so. We don't have the drop date finalized yet, but uh, it's just going to be online. We're going to link uh, the website in our bio here. And you're going to be able to get that. We're going to make a super limited drop. So if you want some of this uh, this merchandise, you're going to have to be on there right away because it's going to sell out fast. Um, 
and yeah, so uh, I hope you guys will be uh, looking forward to that. Um, Zeke, you got anything to touch on the the merch? You've seen some of the, I've the seen samples. It. I've seen it. It looks pretty nasty. I'm actually hy- hyped to uh, to see it in the flesh. Um, but yeah, I think you you guys should uh, definitely take a look at it and if it's for you. Yeah, and put a down payment down because it's gonna be beauty. And for the pricing, I'm I'm not trying to we're not trying to rip you guys off. I'm uh literally basically what I pay is what you guys pay. I'm I'm not trying to to make huge profits off this. I'm just trying to help you know spread the uh, intermission podcast, spread the word, and and give you guys some sick clothes. Kind of kind of like I said, what we would like to wear, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's just so versatile. Clean logos, nothing crazy. Just. Most likely, I'm probably going to wear the same shirt every day and not wash it, if that's okay with you. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's beady. Yeah. Good smell. On. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, thanks for tuning in, and uh, it was good to be back here, and uh, hopefully we'll be coming again with another episode, but we can't we can't guarantee any dates or anything. But Couldn't agree more. Yeah. See you later. Thanks, guys.